VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Lazy Geniuses. I'm Kendra Adachi, and you're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. Here, we help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things you don't. This is season one, episode eight, and my guest today is my husband, Kaz Adachi. Um, my girl, Emily Freeman, said that he is the laziest genius because he married me. <laughs> That's actually a pretty brilliant take. He is steady and kind. He's a middle school counselor, so he's like basically a wizard. Um, and he didn't get a cell phone until he was 40 years old. Um, so he's also like kind of like an old timey person. <laughs> I hope you enjoy um, this peek into our lazy genius marriage. You ready to do my podcast with me? Yep. How how excited are you on a scale of like not excited at all to willing? Well, um, <laughs> I think I think when the the first when the idea like first came about, I'd say that I was more excited. Not that I was excited then, <laughs> but probably more then, and and since then I've become more willing. Right. So what changed? Um, I think the, just kind of the fact that it would go out to more than five people. Right. Um, that changed things. Right. Because you're, you're a pretty private person. Yes. (laughs) So this is, this is love what you're doing right now. Yes. 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 But. I think the good thing is that, you know, like, I'll probably never listen to this. Yeah, I don't imagine you will. Yes. Um, so I could edit this to make you sound any way I wanted to. Um, yes. <laughs> Which means I'm not going to touch it because it's going to sound exactly the way you are and we are. Um, I'm only going to say yes. And so <laughs> you have to decide how to how to edit it. <laughs> it reminds me of a Simpsons episode. Everything reminds you of a Simpsons episode. Yes. Would you like to tell what the Simpsons episode is? It's just where uh, Homer is accused of inappropriately touching a babysitter. And so then he is uh, interviewed um, by some sort of like news journalism show. And they edit it in a way to make him um, look terrible. Right. Well, I promise I won't do that, and um, I'm 
was trying to think of a funny way to say that you would never inappropriately touch a babysitter. No, but I would use a Simpsons. In fact, I used the Simpsons <laughs> when I was in grad school. Um, I used it kind of as a basis of a presentation that I did. That would make sense. I feel like I remember this now. Not Sibling this. rivalry. Right, because that's one of the best episodes ever. Yes. It's when they're when um, Bart and Lisa are on opposing hockey teams. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. I just realized how often I say yes. You do say yes a lot. Um, apparently, I say awesome and exactly a lot. So, that happens. Um, um, okay, so I didn't watch The Simpsons until we got married. Hmm. You you brought The Simpsons into my life. Hmm. Um, and I'm grateful for that because it's such a good show. Um, okay, so I need you to tell tell me. Just pretend like you're talking to me. I need you to tell me why you didn't have a cell phone until just the last couple of years. <laughs> why did I not have a cell phone yeah. until the last couple of years? How, how did that work? Um, I never really had a reason to have a cell phone. Like, in terms of where I am, I would be at work or I would be with you. And, and who else do you want to talk to? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's not really people that I really want to communicate with. And so. Sorry if you thought you were friends with Cos. No, no. Um, you're all wonderful. But yeah, just, you know, like there's not a lot of people that I need to communicate with. Uh, and so it was like, okay, um, why? Yeah. No, it makes sense. It makes you seem like, like you're from from like another planet, but in a good way, like a really like settled minimalistic planet. Yeah, but I mean, really, it's just that I mean, there was no point, and just kind of like, yeah, what's the, what's the point of getting a cell phone? I want to yeah. go through the hassle of that and and the hassle of carrying it around and charging <laughs> it and keeping track of it and oh I have to make sure I don't drop it on the ground or in the toilet or <laughs> so I think it's pretty obvious to say that you are not that not that I condone using a cell phone in the to on the toilet right yes um, it sounds like would you say that you're a pretty lazy person I <laughs> Well, just the list of all the reasons you didn't wouldn't want to have a cell phone are pretty. I mean, they're very legitimate reasons, but like to carry it, like that that seems like a like a now. Now, granted, I'm a lazy genius. I am all about lazy, so my calling you lazy is not at all any sort of judgment. I was going to ask, would you say that I'm lazy? Yes, I'd say you're lazy when it's when it's appropriate to be lazy. Hmm. Um. I would say that I'm lazy. You, period. Like just, you, just period. Just period. <laughs> you don't have wasted motion or wasted words. You know, it's interesting. Like, in terms of what I do, in terms of work. Which you're a middle school counselor, just in case people didn't hear the intro. You're a middle school counselor. Yeah. Um, like, when I meet with, especially, like, with parents, um like people are like man what how can you what can you talk about for that length of time because i i tend to share a lot and like you know it's like oh 
this this is information you know um, maybe it'll take 30 minutes to talk about you know your you know math for your child in sixth grade but then I end up taking it to okay well math in sixth grade here's where it leads you and then on to high school and you know in terms of a career let's talk about that and and then let's go into you know different options that are available to you you know and now let's talk about you know big picture um you know this is this is kind of really what we're talking about at the core of what we're talking about you know in terms of of learning styles and all that sort of stuff and and so it goes from yeah let's let's have this little you know conversation to suddenly it's two two hours two and a half hours in and like what you know what just happened and oh by the way um you know uh, you really have to use a bathroom at this point (laughs) so so what you're saying is sometimes like at work you don't waste words you actually have extra words yes yes the economy of words happens um outside of work yeah yes um because you really don't um that we have a joke in my family in my side of the family that um because you like to you like to joke you like to push people's buttons and trick them and lie to them. <laughs> well, I feel like... Well, hold on. So the joke in my family is if Kaz is speaking, then he is lying because you don't often speak. <laughs> For the record, I'm not laughing. <laughs> uh, okay, See, I'm now, sorry, here's the thing. Like, I feel like the, the lies that I make they're so outlandish and fantastical that no one would believe them. You know, like, oh, um, hey guys, uh, Walmart's closed. You know, you know um, turn around. You're just so, but the problem is, see, no, you're just very, you're very believable. And, um, and you are a trustworthy, minus all the lying, you're an extremely trustworthy person. So people tend to tend to believe you. It's taken how long have we been married? Um I'm gonna make this pause extra long. I'm just gonna add so many seconds in editing to make it look like you have no idea how long we've been married. How long have we been married? I have to do the math. I can't even remember either. Um, I've stopped counting the seconds because there's not enough. They're not enough. <laughs> stupid (laughs) or it's been 13 years it's been 13 years is that what it is yeah so this year's 14 years this this will be 14 so like we're almost at 14 years yes that's crazy it's taken almost 14 years for my mother to finally know that you're lying you're almost always lying to her it's Mm -hmm. taken that long that's how believable you are Mm -hmm. um Okay. Now, like, like too, I guess, like, I'm starting to realize the power of this. You know, like with Sam, I mean, here he is at six years old, and he still believes that I pull things out of his ear. He does. Or if you say, I'm going to, if you say to baby Annie, I'm going to eat you for supper, sometimes he'll start to, like, get teary. Like, he's afraid you're going to eat his little sister. He's a very literal child. <laughs> yeah. I guess we have to pay attention to uh, the power, the power of our words around our children. Yes. Um, 
I'm trying to think, did I ever, like, literally try to eat Sam, and so he's afraid that, that it will happen one day to someone? I don't know. You know, do, a... I ha- do I have a look in my eye? You know? You do have looks in your eye. I can usually tell when you're, like, trying to trying to push buttons. But do I have the look of cannibalism? Of cannibalism. I don't know. I never saw Silence of the Lambs, so I'm not familiar enough with the look of cannibalism. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so would you like to... People love to know origin stories of things. How about we share our origin story? Because it's a it's a pretty good story, and that way you don't have to like come up with stuff on the fly because you know how to tell the story. No, I actually don't know how to tell the story. Usually, usually when this story happens, I kind of listen to you share it, uh-huh. and then it just ends up with me shaking my head like, "Man, what in the world?" <laughs> and like. Like, yeah, like, I always feel like, yeah, this, this... We, uh, should, we shouldn't be together. Yeah, and, and I keep thinking, like, man, I, man, what was I thinking? And, and Yeah, what were you thinking? And, yeah, I mean, yes. Well, okay, so I'll, I'll kind of tell the story, and I'll, I'll, how about I'll ask you for, like, bits and pieces. Okay, and, yeah, and maybe I can ask questions to clarify. As oh, well. that's good. That's good. We'll ha- we'll have a we'll have a moment figuring this whole story out. Okay, so we met when I was fifteen years old, almost sixteen, and you were older. Older. You were twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Um. So that's you know seven years now is not a big deal but 15 and 22 is kind of a big deal yeah so we met because um um so we we met at church i was a i was starting my sophomore year of high school weird and you had just graduated from college and had come back to had come back home to greensboro to the church where we go to to be a volunteer with the youth group that I attended. Yeah, and it's not like I came back to Greensboro or just just for that, but but yeah. Oh yeah, no, like you got a job and all the things. Yeah. But um but that was something that you started to do when you got back. Mhm. Yep. And so I I remember very clearly meeting you. Um I was in a van. We were that sounds terrible. <laughs> I was in a van. Um um I'm sorry. I saw a um, somebody today made a, I watched the hangover today. So there are lots of inappropriate jokes in my head. So I won't, I'll try not to make any more like van jokes. Um, okay. So we were going to a start of school, end of summer, kind of picnic celebration with youth group. And so we all loaded into like a few cars, a few vans and drove to some park or something to have this cookout. Well, I was, um, in the front seat of the of the van and or the front seat of the back of the van and you were in the passenger seat and our friend Jim Price was in the driver's seat and Jim was kind of the grandpa of the youth group he'd been around a long time um everybody knew Jim everybody loved Jim and Jim kind of like took care of everybody Jim was my high school that's right um, yeah, Bible study leader. He was leader. your Bible study leader in high school. I always forget in that. My, in my senior year of high school, yeah. he's my Bible study leader. Good old Jim. Um, so Jim, so you were sitting in the van with Jim, and um, and I was kind of like very um, eager to 
like do all the right things and I kind of I kind of like have always been a grown-up like even as a kid and so kind of like Sam kind of like Sam poor Sam oh my gosh um so Jim asked me like he introduced us um actually he said Kendra there's somebody I want you to meet this is cause he's just graduated from Duke and he was in my small group when I, he was in high school. I don't know, but he probably said stuff like this, but I remember him introducing us because I was kind of like the student that he knew I would be nice to you because I was like a nice person. Um, and I didn't want to like make anybody angry at me. And so I remember being like, hi, how are you? And that was kind of all. And then I remember at this like picnic cookout thing that we went to, um, you were playing ultimate frisbee with a bunch of students and you were acting a fool, like a fool. Huh? And I didn't, you know, if anybody has ever worked in youth ministry, that's what you do when you work in youth ministries, you pretty much act a fool. Um, because that puts kids at ease and like you can have conversations and, but you were like crazy. And see, yeah. You know, thinking about 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 kind of me in youth ministry, as I got older, that that changed as well. Sure. You know, like I don't know if I, um, I guess it was just easier for me to be me without having to be on. I guess. Right. Okay, so maybe we'll just enter all that out. But no, anyway. no, that makes... But no, that's who you are. Like, it's so very true. Maybe that's me becoming lazier. It, I, well, I think it's becoming you becoming, like, comfortable not having to be on. Like, you're on is, is lazy. And that's okay. You had to turn it way on for a lot of, like, youth ministry stuff in the beginning. And you did it so very well. Like, you're, like... And I can't... I mean, I still do that. You yeah, know? you do that yeah. with the kids, for sure. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so like you were going, but my point about saying that you were acting a fool is I remember thinking like, that dude's crazy. I'm Brian Fellows. No kidding. Um, that bird's crazy. Um, you were acting so silly and everyone was having so much fun hanging out with you. And I remember thinking like this guy, I, I envied you. I envied how comfortable you were or seemed at least around all these people having just met them like you were you it didn't bother you or it didn't again seem to bother you how people saw you um if they thought you were acting stupid um that didn't seem to bother you and in fact it endeared people to you and I just remember envying that because that's like the opposite of how I was especially in high school and in my early 20s when we actually like were together so I remember I remember the first day meeting you I mean, I had an impression the first time I met you. You didn't have an impression of me. You don't remember this, do you? No. Yeah. So if I had, I've had to deal with that, that I may, I've made zero impression. Um, I'd like to think that if we met now, like as I am now, I would have made an impression. But I still don't know if that's true. So I'll just have to keep dealing with it. That's okay. Mm. So fast forward like months and months and you hang out with the youth group kids I'm a youth group kid and I just kind of start to like you and stuff because you're very likable and then um so you're not a girl so you don't know this 
I don't do guys do this. So when you're a girl, especially like a teenage girl, and you like a guy, you analyze every single thing they say, every single thing they do, and you see it through the lens of I like him so much, maybe he likes me too. And so you can very easily create scenarios that do not exist. Do guys do this? Yes. Do they really? Yes. That is so cool to know. Yeah. So did you do, did you, um, when you started to like me, did you have scenarios? Were you like analyzing me or were you like, nope, off limits, stay away? Um, I tried not to, too much. Um, yeah, just because it would have driven me crazy kind of a thing. Right. Like I'm sure it did you. It did. It was maddening. I mean, you, you know, you, you, you find out less to kind of think about things and to talk through things and stuff like that. But, but at the same time. You know, it's like I, I couldn't go there. Just sure. not healthy to to be there. Right. You're very disciplined in that way. So, okay, so we, um, I was, I liked you and I thought maybe you liked me, but like, mm-hmm. that's insane to think because you're so much older than I am. And why would you like me? I was like, had weird hair and braces and wore overalls 95% of the time. So I kind of psyched myself up to think that like I wanted to psych myself up to think that you liked me but then really when I got down to it I'm like no you can't possibly be seeing this this is ridiculous this is impossible um but it just kind of kept happening and I kept like there were just like little things like I just felt like you liked hanging out with me like it seemed that you liked to hang out with me um maybe a little bit more than you liked hanging out with other students and that's exa- that's yeah. That, I think that's kind of what happened. You know, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Have fun. This person's great, and oh, seems to have a lot of same interests. And oh, here's someone who laughs at my jokes. And or, did I laugh at your jokes? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Not anymore. No. No. Not as much. No. Um, that's called marriage. Um, and and you know, and so it, it goes from oh yeah, this. This person's great, you know, fun to spend time with to, to, oh, wow, you know, um, yeah, I I like spending time with this person too. I like this person. Right. So. So that's our story. No, it's not. Goodbye. Good night, everyone. So we, um, okay. So, um, a year and a half later, um, around Christmas time, this is when those email chains, um, became popular. Uh, yes. No one had phones. Well, like a couple AOL of, was big. Yes. AOL was super big. I aming all the time. Um, which again, I did not have an AOL. No, of course you did. <laughs> of course you didn't. You didn't have anything. Um, so you, there was like this email going around, um, the youth group where it was like, um, fill in all your favorite this it was like almost like a hundred things it was such a long list of like favorite color your favorite thing to eat your favorite not even thing to eat like your favorite dinner your favorite snack your favorite candy all these crazy things and everyone was filling them out and then sending them to the entire group like kind of like you know get to know you sort of thing well you in private typical cause fashion you sent yours empty to the group you did not answer a single question and you said um okay i want to see how well you guys know me so whoever so you guys fill it out whoever gets the most answers right 
I will take them out to lunch. When I read that, I was like, boom, I got this in the bag. Because I knew that I would know all the, well, not maybe not all the answers, but I know a lot of the answers because you had been like, I'd been studying you like a specimen for over a year. So I knew a lot of things about you. And um, so I filled out the email, I sent it to you, and then I waited by the computer. And I waited for a really long time because you didn't respond for like like a month, maybe over a month. So long that I kind of forgot about it. And then one night at youth group, it was like a little after Christmas. Um, it doesn't matter. It was way after Christmas, but it was like in between Christmas and like the start of spring. Um, so it was like February-ish or something. And you came up to me at youth group and you said, well, I guess I owe you lunch. I did not know how to respond to this. All right. So by this point too, like, yeah, I, I was really into you. This is the end of, this is like the middle of my junior year at this point. So we've known each other for like a year and a half. Yeah. And so by this, by this point too, I was, I was really into you. And so that was dumb. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So next dumb thing is you said, I guess I owe you lunch. And I'm like, what? And then you said, you got pretty much every answer right on my like email thing. It's like in my head, I'm like, of course I did. Um, but I had to like play it cool. Like, I really did. I didn't realize. Um, so you said, why don't we, so I guess we need to plan our lunch. Well, I'm freaking out, like straight up freaking out. So I go home. What? I'm sorry. It's okay. It was a good, this was like one of the good freakouts. I freaked out a lot over the course of us knowing each other when I was in high school, but this was like one of the few times where it was, it was pleasant. Um, so I went home because up until that point, I guess we should clarify this up until that point, like I thought that I was like in love with you. No, now, now I know that that was not true. Like I was a bit infatuated, but I totally did like you and like to hang out with you, but I didn't really, I didn't know you well enough to be in love with you. Like that was kind of silly, but I was so, I was so into you. And, um, and had like knew that you would never, ever be into me. And it was so impossible. and It was so ridiculous. And I would come home from youth group on a regular basis in like sobbing, like racked with sorrow because this man that I was so in love with, and wanted to spend the rest of my life with as a 16 year old, um, would never even acknowledge me and would never, you know, at least you knew my name, but I felt like that's as far as it's going to go. And I was so heartbroken and I was so heartbroken. I tried to hide it from my parents, but like, oh my word, mothers know everything. And mom totally knew not only that I like liked a boy, but she knew I liked you. And I don't even think she met you at this point. It was kind of crazy. I don't know how this happened, but she knew I liked you. So, so my parents knew what was going on. Um, so I came home from when you said, I owe you lunch. And I said, okay, well, um, so Cosman is inviting me to lunch. Can I go? And they kind of were like, I remember it was, it was at night when I talked to them cause I was coming home from youth group. And so they were like sitting up in bed reading or something. And I went into the room to ask them and they, and the room was really big at this house that we lived in. And so I was like at their door and their bed was like way on the far side of the room. So when they leaned in to whisper to each other, I couldn't hear anything. And they did, they, it was like, they were like, like at a table in a courtroom they were conferring and it was like, and mom said, okay, 
you can have lunch with him under one condition. You have to tell him how you feel about him. You have to tell him the truth. So that was crazy. 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 Like what parent would make that like the thing? Like, oh, so this is like a, this is like a, um, an inappropriate relationship and you guys are going to have lunch. Sure. You do that. But then you also need to tell him how you feel about it. But the reason she did that is because she was like, I'm so tired of seeing you so heartbroken. And if he does like you back, if he does like you back, then at least you'll know. And we can move on from there. If he doesn't like you back, then maybe you'll be able to move on. Like either way there, we needed to move on. Like something needed to change. So I, told you like okay we can have lunch and meanwhile I'm like like dying inside because I have to tell you how I feel about you like are you kidding me so we have lunch it was like the first pretty day it was after church on a Sunday it was like one of the first pretty days so I, I think it was like March I feel like it was early March and um so I got in her car and I remember being feeling super weird being in your car and we didn't have like plans or anything. So you're like, what should we do? And it was so pretty outside. And so we went to Brugger's Bagels and got bagel sandwiches and we took them to a park. Now let's stop and just talk about this Brugger's thing. Like, did you, <laughs> did you regularly eat at Brugger's? I think I did only because that was like one of the cool places that my friends ate. I don't oh, care about Brugger's. Really? No. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm thinking to myself, right now, I'm thinking, man, like, I think I've been to Brugger's, like, to eat, like, maybe, like, maybe three or four times in my life. Right. Including that time. Including that time, yeah. I think, I think the same goes for me. No, it was kind of like, there weren't a lot of places, like, restaurants that weren't McDonald's, if you recall. Like, there just weren't a lot of cool places to hang out like there are now. And McDonald's back then wasn't classy like it is now. No, not at all. And so, um, like, Chick-fil-A was the classy place to hang out. So, Brugger's was, like, high school. Oh, and it was a Sunday. And it was so a no Sunday, Chick so no Chick-fil-A. Yeah, so we had to go to Brugger's. Oh. So, we got Brugger's bagel sandwiches, and we went to a park, and we had a picnic. Which I feel like was a stupid move number, like, 17. Yeah, this is sounding like a date. Yeah. And so, we're sitting there having a picnic, and I am, I'm, like literally think I'm going to die. But then, Not but, just like the fake but, literally but that people say. Like I literally think, thought I was going to die. Okay, so so to clarify too, I think we had like gone someplace because you had mentioned I think that you, that we needed to talk. I did say that. And, and so I, th- I think because of that like I think we it's not like we couldn't go to like a pub yeah. And so I mean it was like well let's let's go and find a place to talk. Yeah. But someplace public. Right. Where, yeah. But, but we didn't have a whole lot of people around. So we went, but at the same time, did have people around. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So we went to this park. We're sitting by the lake eating our sandwiches. Like, I don't even remember if we talked what we talked about up before. I don't know. Do you remember what you got? I got chicken salad. I get chicken salad on everything. I'm, I, would, I, I don't remember, but I would almost, like, guarantee I got chicken salad. Mm. Sounds like we need to go back to Kruger's then and find out. Didn't it close? Is what? It still, yeah. It's like a it's like a minute clinic now. It's like a 
Well, like an urgent care. Not like every Brugger's turned into a minute clinic. Well, the only one in in Greensboro well, did. No, there's there's there are other Brugger's. Where's another Brugger? Okay, after we're done, you can Google where there's another Brugger's. I I don't think there's another Brugger's in town. North Elm. Well, we, we'll figure that out later. But um, so I don't remember what we talked about. Probably bagels. Maybe bagels. Um. So then it's silent for a minute. And then silent for a couple minutes. And I'm like, all right, I guess I have to do this now. Like, I have to say something now. Because, again, this was set up with the understanding of, oh, wait. Um, I, I said something like, I, I, this is good because I actually need to talk to you about something. Which I think, I think that, I think you had mentioned that before. That, I might have, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that, again, that's, that was part of it is, is it was like okay yeah but you know we can go to lunch and you know, we have we have to talk about stuff right and so that's where I was like okay so um did you know that what I was gonna say um I, again because at this point you know I was really into you that I kind of thought maybe and again this is those situations where you're reading into things and so yeah I mean I I can't remember i don't remember things as clearly but but i'm i'm guessing so it had to have at least crossed your mind yeah yeah so i say and i i do remember things clearly i have an excellent memory and so i said i am really attracted to you Attracted? Did you, did you use that word? I think I said attracted, or maybe it was interested. It was one of the two. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade, and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy, and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps, and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is true 
true accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius Podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive and June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive and June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's day i'm wearing love note a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone and annie is wearing bouquet a shimmery pink that matches her personality plus olive and june's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20 percent off your first manny system that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e.com slash l-a-z-y-g-e-n-i-u-s for 20 percent off your first manny system This episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off. But I feel like I said attracted. Do you not think I said that? I don't know. Okay, we'll say interested. We'll split the difference. All right, so I said, I'm really interested in you. No, I did say, you're right. I did say interested because I said, because the second part was, if you're interested, and I feel like you're interested in me. I never would have said, and I think you're attracted to me. I never would have said that. So I was interested. I said, I'm interested in you, and I feel like you are interested in me. Mm -hmm. And if you are not interested in me, then you need to start changing how you behave toward me. Because it's really difficult. <laughs> Ouch. That's basically what it, it was kind of like laying down the hammer. Like, dude, I'm 16 and you have to like realize that you're ripping my heart into pieces on a weekly basis. Um, and then it was silent. You were silent for like, like an actual seven minutes. Cause I could see your wristwatch. Seven minutes is an extraordinarily long time to be silent. But I just sat there waiting because um, my high school best friend is kind of, um, commu- at the time, like, she communicated. We, we thought she might communicate similarly to you. And she's the same way, that she's, she has to process things internally. 
whereas I'm an, I'm an external verbal processor, but she was an internal one and she kind of had to do the same thing. Like when we would talk about something hard, she would be silent for a little while. And so she kind of encouraged me to be patient. She said, you know, when you tell him it could be that he's quiet for a really long time because he's going to be thinking, just let him think, just wait, it's going to be okay. And I waited for seven minutes. And then, do you remember the first words that you said after the seven minutes? Well, first of all, I mean, I, I'm I'm not convinced that it was seven minutes. Because, it was look, so I seven mean, here's minutes. Here's the thing: like I've, I remember like skydiving and stuff, and there was like thirty seconds of free fall time and stuff. <laughs> this but, was basically free fall. <laughs> but it it felt like I was falling like for a really really long time like maybe seven minutes do probably. i need to say again the thing that i could see your watch and i was waiting for you to be silent there's so something, I was there's something to see called how the parallax effect too <sighs> you know where at certain angles things look like a certain way you're such a dork and so you know it could be that there was a parallax of time kind of like like you know when you're jumping out of an airplane and stuff and that 30 seconds of free fall it, it feels like seven minutes and so that's used, probably what happened and i used to laugh at this when you would do stuff like this i used to laugh because right now i'm totally it's like all eye roll emo emojis like major um okay so do you remember the first thing that you said to me after the seven minutes um i think it started with the words i wish but i don't remember no it didn't start with i wish no you said when I think about oh no 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 my wife oh man yeah. when I think about my wife what in the world see man this story I don't like sharing that's the story what you said because I just come across as so terrible no you don't oh my word no, I don't feel like that goodness. at all I mean and seriously and 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 I mean like yeah you were just smitten. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. And, and see, that's the thing dumb. is that you are so dumb. You, but see, that's the thing is I think you're I mean, man, you're such I, a smart person. This was like your one lapse I mean, in judgment. Man, God, God's me. hand, God's protection. <laughs> I mean, is just crazy. Yeah, for this whole because situation, this is it was. Dumb. Yeah, it was really dumb. So dangerous and dumb. So boys and girls out there, don't be dumb. <laughs> don't be dumb. Don't. Yeah, and and don't. Yeah. Don't I mean, use the word wife. And and I mean God, yeah, God, God, yeah. I mean he he does protect you and stuff like that. But man, don't be dumb like this. Yeah, yeah. We were. It was it was dumb. But the first thing he said was, "When I think about my wife, I think about someone who is a kindred spirit." Yes. And you're the first girl I've ever felt that way with. Yeah, I, I, I can. Yeah, I can see that. That's exactly what you said. Yeah. And I remember sitting there being like, okay, he just said wife oh, and he man. said something nice to me. I think this is going well. Like I was still, I still wasn't quite sure where, where things were going. Cause I had been waiting for so long. For and, you to and say see, I mean, that's the thing is, is that I think, I think that's the thing is that like neither of us knew where things were yeah. going because yeah. again, things shouldn't have been going. No. And even, even in that conversation, um, you, you were like, you basically said, I don't want to do this. Like you said that you did like me and that you said that you were willing to wait for me to graduate because we couldn't have a relationship, like anything, any like 
anything resembling a relationship until I was not only graduated from high school, but like the summer after that, when I was like out of the youth group completely. And that was like over, like that was like a year and a half from this conversation Mm. But you said by the lake with our bagels. You said that you would wait for me if I wanted to, but that you wanted me to not, you wanted me to like go and be a teenager and have other boyfriends that were my age and not waste my time waiting for you. Like you basically were discouraging me majorly to forget about you. And I was like, sorry, dude, it's too late for that. So, um, so yeah. So after that conversation, you, um, like we had to like get things squared away with my parents, like tell my parents, you met with my parents and told them, you know, that you liked me and stuff. And I guess that was a little bit later. And then you met with the youth pastor who later married us. So that was sweet that you met with him to tell him, you know, like you were, you were willing to leave the church. Like you were prepared to leave the church. So things, so nothing was inappropriate. Um, and do you remember that, how that conversation went when you told, when you told him? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Was that over bagels too? No, no, it was not. I think that was just in his office. No, it wasn't. It was over lunch. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I always just, I always envisioned yeah. this conversation in his office. Yeah. I think it was at cloud nine. Like way, like that yogurt place? Yeah. Was like it that where, yogurt place? Yeah. And like, I think that's where Iron Hen is now, but mm-hmm. I think they had like sandwiches oh, there. I don't know if it was like always sandwiches too, or if it was just. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> that this would be like. The restaurant history of Greensboro. <laughs> no, it's just the sandwich, <laughs> the sandwich history. Yes. Okay, um, so places. you met with him. Yeah, and, and you said, um, and so you know he's he's talking about planning uh, for the next school year, and okay, um, you know what do you think about taking this group instead of the group that you have now, kind of a thing, and and I was like, oh, okay, all right, well. Um, before we get too far into talking about next school year, you know, and stuff, um, um, uh, need to talk about this. And, and so it's like, you know, so I'm thinking, okay, well, I mean, yeah, I don't know if he wants me around, you know, after you hear this. So yeah, let's talk about this first, you know, instead of just kind of talking about plans for this coming school year and stuff. And, um, you know, and so I think I said something like, you know, um, uh, so I, do you remember? I think I, the I, phrase was, I I've am, become emotionally involved with the student. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, something, something like, that? like that. And then... I remember like, the word emotional in it. You're yeah. emotionally something. Yeah, involved sounds right. And so it was like... And so there was there was a silence, you know, probably, probably ten seconds. That felt like seven minutes. Which parallax felt like seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Yes, the parallax of time. Right, okay, keep going. Uh, <clears throat> and so... Um, so after the seven minutes of ten seconds passed, um, you know, it was like, what do you, what do you mean, you know, emotionally involved, and um, you know, just clarifying, you know, um, um, and then it was like, okay, who, and then it's like uh, Kendra, and I was like, and then you know, um, he said, oh, that's oh, okay, oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, like oh, that's 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 yeah. a, that's an okay answer. Yeah, it was like oh, okay, yeah, that, 
Oh, I guess I guess that makes sense, kind of thing. And yeah, yeah. I, I can totally see that kind of a thing. Um, you know, and then I was like, uh, okay, yeah, well, I, I'll have to talk to you know other people in church leadership and stuff, and um, yeah, and then I feel like we ended up going back to talking about the upcoming school year and stuff. Yeah, it, I remember it. The conversation was not. Like it, it didn't seem it wasn't as heavy as I anticipated it being. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't the main thing. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was. I mean, it, I mean, it ended up being the main thing, you know. But, um, but yeah, it wasn't as dramatic, perhaps, as I thought it would turn out to be. Yeah. So, so then we, so that you know, so after that conversation. Um, so that was like towards the end of my junior year. And then we basically just like had to wait until I, until the following summer, the end of the following summer. And so like every few months, like it worked out was every like four to six months. And I don't know, I just remember it happening very organically and it was very, very quick, but every few months we would be like the last two people like walking in a group from one location to another or we'd be the last two in a room or like we'd be walking out to the parking lot at the same time or something. And, um, and we would have these like quick check-ins where like one of you would say like, are you still in? Are you still good? Are you something like that? I remember one of them was, are you still in? And I was like, yep. Are you? And you said, yep. And that was it. No, that wasn't, that was it. That was, that enough. was enough. You know what it is? It's kind of like those secret engagements. Yeah. I know that you, you love your Jane Austen and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And so like in at least one of those, there's someone who's secretly engaged, right? In at least one of the books or is it all of them? I'm sure, I'm sure there's always someone that's secretly engaged. I'm trying to think of a secret. Is well, Lydia, prejudice? Lydia, one of the sisters, but it, it was secret in the sense that like they, it, they, they left like they, it wasn't like they were engaged secretly and no one knew and they were still living their lives. Like they just kind of up and left and had more like a, like a clandestine sort of kind of thing. But there's one, one where one of the, the girls, like, like a, I feel like it's like a Winona Ryder kind of person. Like she's, <laughs> she's into this guy uh -huh. who, who is actually secretly engaged to like a family oh. friend. Is it Winona Ryder? No, that's Gwyneth Paltrow and Emma. Emma loved Frank Churchill. Well, she didn't love him. She actually liked him more when she found out he liked someone else because she's flighty like that. But no, Emma was kind of a little bit digging, like a little flirty with Frank Churchill. And then she found out that, um, and he was kind of flirty with her back because he was, yeah, it was like a cover story. But he was actually secretly engaged to Jane Fairfax. That's, 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 I think you're thinking of. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I know writer was in Little Women, honey. Yeah. She wasn't in any Jane Austen stories. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. And so it's kind of <laughs> like we were, okay, so, so now that we just spent 10 seconds or seven minutes on that, on that <laughs> rabbit trail. Um, oh, yeah. So yes. basically, um, it, it was like. Like a secret engagement. Yeah, it was. You know, kind of like in those old-timey books of Jane Austen. Right. Or is it Jane Eyre? Or, I don't know. No, so Jane Eyre's Bronte, but that's fine. Um, yeah, so then we, um, 
there was a the end of my senior year, the end of that summer. You came to my graduation. You saw me graduate, mm-hmm. which was easy for you to do because a lot of youth group volunteers go to different kids' graduations. And I was not the only youth group kid from my high school that was graduating. So, like, it was, it was, it was fine for you to be there. And then, um, but then at the end of the summer, we had, like, an end-of-summer pool party. And it was the last week for the seniors to be there. And so that next day, I was going to be a free woman. And that was our first date. And actually, the day before that, actually, the Saturday before my last Sunday was my sister got married. Yep. And I asked my parents if you could come to the wedding. Yeah. Because it felt, because I was like, I'm going to marry this guy. Like, it, I'm going to marry this guy. And it just seemed kind of sad that just like a technicality of 24 hours would keep you from like going to my sister's wedding, who would eventually be your sister. So you came to my sister's wedding, but that wasn't really a date. That was like a fake, like a, that was a fake date. But our first real date was the the next day, that Monday. Well, I mean, well, here's the thing though, you know, like I went to the wedding, um, and then to like, yeah, you met all the family family time after the wedding. Yeah. Like super extended family, like people in from out of town and everything. Yeah. You met everybody like, like before we even started dating. And so like the only people that I knew were like you and like your family. Yeah. And so then I was meeting your family. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Yeah. So, but then we had our first date. And, um, and then, and was that, was, was that where, um, the, the pasta with the Tabasco sauce? No, that was a different date. That was just when we were dating randomly. Really? Yeah. No. Cause we went to, um, okay. So we went on our first date. Here's another Greensboro restaurant. We went on our first date to a restaurant called Harper's, which yeah. is, still exists. No, no, no. Hold on. We went to Harper's, um, and I think you still ordered your, like, three cheese sausage pasta thing that you like. But that was not the only time we went to Harper's. We went another time. And that's when you asked for Tabasco and there was no top on it. And you poured, like, half a bottle of Tabasco into your pasta. Yeah. This was a different... Because I, we were sitting by the window the first time. We were sitting by the kitchen the second time. And you we were gotta, in a different booth. I'm sure I got a salad the first time because you have to get a salad on your first date. Like that's just like rule number one. Yeah. You got a taco salad. Yeah. A taco salad. That doesn't count. I remember food. Yeah. Now I don't, I don't, I don't play that game anymore. Screw salads. That's stupid. Um, but yeah, so we started dating, um, in August. It was August, uh, 12th was my sister's wedding. So the first date was technically August 14th. We were engaged the following November, and we were married the following August. So, that's like, you know, like the normal stuff. So, it was two years. It was two years. Of relationship. Of relationship. Yep. Yep. And we've been married. So, I got married when I was 20. Did it feel, did it feel like... Like seven years. Like seven minutes. (laughs) Did those two years feel like seven minutes, though? The two years were... um, how about know. our 14 years? Have you felt like seven minutes? <laughs> it's funny because the two years, like you still, even when we started dating, you still were trying to get me to date other dudes. You were still Wait, when trying. We were dating? Yeah. Like even when I started, like I went to college, like after, like we had our first date 
And when I remember when I went to college, like three weeks after that, you said, I still want you to know, like, you don't, I mean, I really want to date you, but I want you to have a college experience. And that is probably better if you're not in a relationship with somebody. I want you to go and let, you know, you uh, were, you were really trying to, but you also had a, um, a really positive social college experience. And I was at my first college for three semesters and I had great friends there. It was really fun, but like we would hang out on the weekends and stuff. Like I wasn't, I didn't hang out with a lot of college friends too much because you had a, because I had a boyfriend who was in a different stage of life. Right. And in a different city. Yes. Different stage of life. You were 25. Yes. I was dating a 25 year old. I was a freshman in college. Like what is happening? Mm -hmm. But so, those drives, those drives to come see you, if they felt like seven like minutes. Like seven minutes. Yes. And, oh my word. Um, Kaz has very thematic humor, everyone. He will ride a joke, not only until it's dead, but it's like buried in the ground and rotting. Um, yeah, so we were in a relationship for two years, and then now we've been married for 14 years. So we have three beautiful children, and... You know, like it's cool. Okay, so here's my challenge to you, Kendra. Okay. I challenge you to cut this podcast down uh-huh. to seven minutes. <laughs> That's actually funny. Good job, honey. That's a good joke. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So um and so you made like the the most genius, the most lazy genius move of your life and marry me. You know, I kinda of thinking about it too, like uh, a little bit earlier, just kind of thinking through things. I was thinking, you know, like, oh, um, one thing I was thinking was, um, you know, sometimes when you tell this story to people, uh-huh. it's like, oh, it's so romantic. And I don't think today's version has come off that way. But, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, it's so romantic. It depends stuff. on who's listening. Yeah, sure, sure. If high school girls were listening, they think it's romantic. And I'm like, no, it's not. It was terrible. And, and so, like, thinking about romanticism, that's a form of laziness, you know? Romanticizing something? Yeah. You know, it's, it, there's a fine line between romanticizing and hoarding, you know, like kind of holding on to things. And that's kind of what, like, being lazy for me is. Like, that's how one way that I'm romantic is I, you know, I romanticize things and I hold on to things, whether it's memories or whether it's, like, uh, like a T-shirts. Box. Oh, yeah, sure. T-shirts. It's impossible to get this man to get rid of anything. Yeah. Because I romanticize things. It's true. Or because I'm lazy. Right. It's kind of both. And so sometimes I'll just get rid of your things for you and not tell you. And that's... What? (laughs) Just once or twice. But but there is a... We'll come back to that, maybe. Um, But there is, like, a fine line between, like romanticizing things like in a good way and being just straight lazy too hmm. yeah so uh, I don't know that was just a cluster I had earlier yeah. just kind of thinking about okay we're going to share our story and oh like sometimes it comes across as so romantic but it it's really it's about for me it's a story of just God just in his favor and his protection um, and his just his covering over us. And yeah. And Amen. Yes.
Okay, so I'm going to ask you things I ask all of my guests. Oh. You didn't prepare, did you? I don't know what these questions are. You don't? I didn't tell you these questions? No. Oh, well, I'm so are sorry. Are they the same questions that, that they use on that Bravo show? Inside the actor's studio? Yes. You're going to tell us your favorite curse word? Uh, yes. <laughs> I guess yes isn't a curse. But... No, it's not. You don't curse. I do that for us. Um, okay, so, no, your three questions are, um, Nate, tell me something right now that you love, something that you need, and something that you hate. And you don't have to do it in that order. Okay, that list went way too fast. <laughs> it, it's late at night here. It is late. Okay. okay. Love, need, hate. Hate, need, love, need, hate, love, whatever order you need to do it in. What's the first one that you can think of? Just so I don't have to edit out a lot of silence. <laughs> um, this is hard. Um, it's just sort of like you know, like for people to get to know the the nuanced preferences and stuff like that of you. Like it's just interesting to know those things that come to your mind right now. Uh, I love. Um, I love you. I love our family. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I mean, seriously, like, just, just it. Like, there's just times when I just like look at like one of our kids and think, oh man. I mean, this just where we are. This is nice, you know. And I just, just love this and love being here and love home and like tonight, like praying with Ben and stuff, you know, just praying about um our our kids today they went away you know and they they had this this big journey they traveled on a train to raleigh and stuff um you know and i'm sure that that um you know that was a big deal to them you know but then i was just glad to have them home and just the the idea of home and our heavenly home and that's kind of what i prayed for ben tonight and stuff um yeah so i i love our life i love yeah you really should have been married to someone who's more sentimental than me because I, I, because I can hear the future collective aww from people and I still love that you are that way, but I don't give you aws. I probably give you more eye rolls when you say things like, I love you and ask you what you love okay. than I should. I hate you can't say you hate me, though. No, 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 never. Maybe sometimes. <laughs> never. Um, um, I don't know if it's if it's a hate or a love. Like okay. Like this week, you know, I'm just reminded how much I love wearing my flip-flops. Um because I hate wearing socks and shoes. So, yeah. There you go. You can say you hate wearing socks and shoes. I That's hate, fine. I hate wearing socks and shoes. And so, uh, I love that now that like the school year is kind of done that that I'm wearing my flip flops to work. Middle school casual. What about something you need? 
something I need, like right now, this this whole time, like even before this, uh, we started recording, I was thinking, man, my throat is dry, and I feel like that's probably something you should have taken care of before you talked into a microphone for an hour. Yeah, and I and I've, and I've been thinking like my my throat pro- maybe it, it sounds kind of scratchy and and dry, so like I need something to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so like That's you've good. heard, you've heard like maybe the, uh, the sentimental romantic yeah stuff, and then you've heard just my real practical. It's true. Which which is usually kind of how I am. It is. It is very much how you are. You yes. have those are the two two main sides of your coin. I think. Yes. It's it's in their love in their lovely sides. I'm really glad that you're those two things. Yeah. What about you? What about you, what, what, love. Oh, I don't have to answer. It's my show. No, but tonight it's about about people getting to know you too. Aww. So, what's something that you love? Okay. Um. I right now I'm I am loving um show club. It's um it's like a book club that I started, but for watching first, a show. Uh, first rule of show club is you can't talk about show club. No, this is when you can. No show club. This is when you can talk about. Um, you, it's like we're watching Lost. So I have a Facebook group um, that some lazy genius people, maybe even some people listening to this right now, have joined, and we're watching Lost together. So we're watching like three episodes a week and talking about them. And it's just, it's like I love that show. It's Wait, one of my favorite shows. You're watching ever. three episodes of Lost a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, are you making people write haiku? No, I'm, I haven't shared my haikus yet. Um, but yeah, I wrote, I wrote a, a, a haiku for every single episode of Lost several years ago. I did this, but yeah, I'll share the haikus each week as we watch those episodes. Okay. So you love show club. I love show club. I'm having so much fun with show club right now. How many times have you watched Lost all the way through? All the way through? I think only two, honestly. Now I've watched seasons one, two, and three. I've watched season one, like, probably six or seven times. What? Yeah. And then, like, progressively less with each other season. There are certain episodes that I've watched multiple times, like, um, like, The Constant, the one with, um... Faraday. No. With, um, well, actually, I guess he is in a little bit. Is he Joseph in the one? Faraday Constant. Yeah. Um, but it's the one with, um, with, um, Desmond and, and Penny. Penny. Pen- Penny. 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 Um, I've, I've watched that episode a lot cause it's such a good episode. Um, and I'll like fast forward episodes to like different moments that I love and stuff. But yeah, I'm really loving show club. Um, I don't say anything. A lot of these people haven't seen the show. So I can't just, just no, say random you things. You can't say random things. Okay, don't well, be a spoiler. Well, here, here's a good line from Lost Armity. Right. Oh wait, no. Maybe that was Gilligan's Island. <sighs> Or maybe it was from something I need is Treasure for you to Island. stop making remember, like, jokes remember, like, about islands. Do you remember like when we were early in our relationship? Like I would just randomly give you the black spot. You would, you would give me the black spot from Treasure Island. What made you do that? I forgot about that. That was such a weird thing. I probably have a random black spot in like our memory box because you would, you would just give me the black spot. Um. Cause that's just awesome. So something um, that I need, I need sleep because we have a baby. 
So I feel like I'm always taking a nap. Beautiful, beautiful baby. Beautiful baby. And then something I hate. Um, I'm, I hate Donald Trump. I'm just going to say it. I hate that man. It's his birthday today and he's in Greensboro It today. is his birthday and he is here. And I, I mean, I don't wish him ill. I wish him not uh, pre- the president. But like, I don't hate, I, let me rephrase. I don't hate him. I hate the things he says. It just, everything he says, I'm, it just makes me angry. So um, that's my current my current hate it's no fun but you know whatever i feel like several um of several of my guests their hate has been some form of like political something because it's very what what was what was was it the donald like on snl many years ago was it the donald trump house of wings yes it was the donald trump house of wings Mm donald trump's house of wings and i think he was dressed in a chicken costume and was that really trump it was actually because he did his face he did like his badada badada chicken wings and then his like weird smiley face that he does so weird right anyway so here's here's the thing is that i don't know quite how to end this uh this uh what are we doing a podcast yeah how, how how do we end this because like you know like usually we just talk and then we just usually just end up saying good night and going to bed right kind of thing right well this is this is like a show and mm-hmm. so i have i actually have a an outro already recorded okay so you have an outro recorded mm-hmm. so we can just stop talking at any time and i'll just put music on underneath it and then I'll start saying, like, thanks for listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. But so, didn't you just say that? I did. But I say it. I've already said it another time. So so we can just stop. So if you if you don't edit out what you just said, then it's really going to confuse people. See what's happening right now is you're trying to write a joke that yep. might be working, but... Um, I'm going I'm going to stop you before you kill it. Is it dead? Yeah. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you want to connect with Cause online, you can't. He's never on anything, which shouldn't surprise you. Thanks, honey, for coming on my show. We'll be back next week. With my girl, Emily Freeman, talking about being a boss lady and working and being an artist and tons of other things. I can't wait. And if you are enjoying this podcast and haven't looked at a review yet, um, that would be so, so fantastic. Um, We have just two episodes left of this first season, and I can't thank you enough for taking the time to listen. And thank you for being part of the Lazy Genius Collective. We'll see you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.